Yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Views from the Box. I'm here with Nana. Nana, how are you doing? I'm, I'm pissed off, man. <laughs> Why are you pissed off, bro? It's, it's, still, it's still in your hands, bro. No, I'm, I'm just annoyed. Why, why are you even on down? And that's for you and Arsenal. I'm, I'm annoyed, man. Like, last few games... I spin the milk down. Like, last few games been a piss take. Oh, the love. Like, to be fair, let, let me start from when we lost the City mm. and talk about our run. So since we last played City, we've played 10 games. In that run year, we, we scored 30, conceded 14. And out of them, yeah, three, five, seven, eight, nine have come in the last five games, bro. Conceded nine in five. And we conceded 14 in 10, but scored 30. So that tells me, yeah, our attack is working overtime, but our defence, yeah, or, the, the, or our defensive unit, I should say, includes the midfield and defence, has been diabolical in what, the last five games. What's, what's happened with your... Defensive unit is it all down to Saliba? Uh, I think. If we, I, 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 okay, let me say it this way. Let me put it this way: If we had Saliba, yeah, we, we concede nine goals in five games. No, but we do concede at least six. Yes. What 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 we'll say is um with Saliba, we, certain situations here yeah, that we're getting punished now. Yeah, we we weren't under Saliba because Saliba yeah can make up make up ground here yeah, and close down his attacker. The difference is now yeah. Holding can't close down his attacker. So anything that goes to his side, yeah, it's a lost call some. If you're in, you're in. Basically, our midfield and defense, yeah, the lines are too wide, the, the spacing is off. Partey is covering too, it's covering too much space. Uh, it's just Partey's been married recently, though. He's huh? been married. Partey's been married. Oh, yeah. On the ball? That's like why I'm vexed with him on the ball. He's just oh, the team of the season is under doubt. Under doubt, fam. He's, he's lost that fam. He's lost it, right? You can't move like that in, in those three games here in, in crunch time. Compare compare that to what compare to what Rodri's doing, bro. Like it's crunch time. That's why I'm pissed at certain players in our team, especially Zinchenko, Jesus, Partey, and Jaka. Fam, like crunch time. This is where the experienced heads are meant to keep the, the young G's calm. But instead, yeah, it's Martinelli and Saka yeah, and Odegaard who are grinding, fam. Those are your three best outfield players, though. Like it just happens to be that they're the youngest, even though like I know you expect more from your experienced players, and we'll get onto them. Um, but those two are your three best players, so them bowling out, like all those goals that they scored was just moments of brilliance from three quality players. So Odegaard, that goal he scored, I don't think people are deep in that goal. That goal was world class. Now, what one thing I don't understand, people are saying that he was hiding. I wouldn't say he was hiding throughout the game, just that his passing was off in the first half, he was forcing too much. If anything, he was overdoing it like he he was doing too much and his passes were a bit off in the first half second half I would say his passing was more composed I'll give him that a lot of people are saying that he was hiding if anything he, he was trying too hard but the reason why I, 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 I'll discuss this one thing about I'll discuss it across from Liverpool to now to now from I'm seeing too many repeated mistakes even I'll start from from the Palace game up until now certain instances where we haven't been punished here but now we're paying maximum price that's what's happening right now Southampton got three goals from an extra of less than two. So we were paying maximum price. Maximum price for, for defensive mistakes. And it's I, I've been saying it for weeks. During the running year, our defending needs to improve. And it's only now been exasperated here by holding coming in because Saliba's out. And Arteta's struggling to close the distances here because that's it having to compensate for holding lack of pace. Therefore, Partey doesn't know where to drop deep or push up. So our offensive line is just out of whack. And we're getting absolutely spit roasted in transition, man. It's, it's disgusting, man. Disgusting. Like, if we have, to have any chance here, good to see in these final. To have any chance in these final six games here, 
Arteta needs to get creative. And that's one thing, yeah, I'm praying he develops. Because Pep here ain't scared to do the most wacky shit, yeah, to get himself out of a title. Look, listen, Arteta needs to learn quickly because if he loses against City, the title is done. Me, personally, I think the title's already done because I think City will beat you on Wednesday. But this is, you see all these things that you say, all the mistakes and all of that. Your players need to rise up and they need to step up because this is your biggest game in Arteta's reign. I, I trust uh, the, 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 the free to, the, our free, our best out four players to, to do their job. It's Jesus and Jinko that need to calm the fuck down, bro, overcompensating from. Cool, we get it. You were sidemen at Man City fans. So we're trying to compensate like your big boys, like, shh, just keep, just relax, relax. The Rogies are the young, uh, 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 Saka, Martinelli, and Odegaard fan. Even his future, I wasn't even pissed at him being shit at finishing. That's him. Put that aside. It was how he played. I can't lie. Erratic. That shit, shit finishing has to be spoken about because... But we all know, yeah, the best guy is back 15 a season. The reason why I'm not on him for his finishing is because luckily Martini has now become a killer fan. So he's lucky fan. He's lucky. Otherwise, I've been on him. But 2024, yeah, we'll come to Jesus. But his performance here was what pissed me off because it was bare emotional, erratic, like, relax. Zini as well from like, just relax. Like, we bought you for these moments. But you guys be the calm heads from not usually be the most over emotional. Like, sometimes like they're overdoing it from as Orange said, yeah, our highs are too high and our lows are too low from so therefore, yeah, you're draining yourself unnecessarily. Like, you're draining yourself unnecessarily, fam. Just this is the time we should win 2 0, 3 0, 2 0, 3 0, fam. Just making games as boring as possible, fam. But but every week here for the past what four weeks, you've made it, you've, you've been the best thing to watch for a neutral, fam. Give me man and blockbuster, song. you don't want yeah, that. Yeah. That's what we want. want. That. That's what we want. That's what the streets want. That's like, what we want. Fam, isn't this is not top four races to be good on blockbusters every week, fam? But I think that shows the immaturity in your team because I thought you guys would have learned from last season, but you guys are doing the exacts. Like, it's different, but you're capitulating at the wrong time of the season. And you had a crunch game against Spurs, flop that. You can't be flopping Wednesday. Because, yes, Spurs, you had injuries and that, but now you still have a strong enough team to do a decent job against City. Oh, uh, all, all that hinges, hinges down Arteta. He needs to drop holding and go straight to the back. 3-5-2 makes Saka play right wing back. You just go from there. Like, just give yourself a fighting chance. If you try something different and we lose it, it is what it is, fam. So who would be the three centre-backs? Um, um, White, Gabriel, Tiani. Those would be a free, the three. Um, um, then Saka right wing back. Then Chenko right wing back. And normal midfield three. And Martinelli, who's up top. With his, with Martinelli being, given, being, um, given freedom to drift out wide and make runs from outside to in. That's how I'd run it on Wednesday if Saliba doesn't make it. And that's how I'd run it for, for the rest of the season if, if Saliba is out for the season. Because Holden, clearly, us trying to accommodate him yeah, is dragging the team down to his level. As, as we know, you're only as strong as your weakest player. Under. That's what's happening right now. And yeah, man, that's, that's what I can say about Arsenal. Also, for, for Ramsdale, yeah, that's the first time I see Ramsdale be nervous all season. Usually, he's one of our calmest players at, at the back, but Friday, he was hella nervous. Usually, yeah, he was shook because that mistake was stupid. Like, nine times out of ten, yeah, I've seen this guy play that part a hundred times, yeah, into party, no problem, through the opposition. But out of the million times he's done it well, yeah, he under hit the pass and he got intercepted. And from there, yeah, he, you already you already can see it because you're out of position anyway. So, any shot that's come here, yeah, you're already out of position on, on yeah. balance. So, yeah, lost, oh, lost yeah. first half was nervous, but second half, yeah, he didn't have much to do anyway, to be honest. So, yeah. So outside that, yeah, that, that's hard to say concerning Arsenal. Like, like poor defending and Arteta needs to change something quickly. And that's what hopefully down lows. Like, well, then again, 
come come the summer year, we won't have these personal problems ever again. The squad will be completed this summer, and it should yeah. be completed this summer. So therefore, we don't have any these stupid issues. What's really doing us is something that's really that's doing us is Tomiyasu getting injured as well. Your backup getting injured along with your main starter fan. It's peak peak. Yeah, like, it's jarring. It's jarring, fam. We did say in the running, injuries will shake you, and it's looking like injuries are shaking you. But before we get on to the summer, what you need to do, City, man, bro, you guys have allowed this race to be in City's hands, and City are potentially 12 games away from immortality. Now, to be fair, like, City don't really, even need to win 16 games in a row, because they will drop one or two points here and there, but will it? Will they? Oh, oh, oh. I, the I have to drop points one, here and there, probably maximum two times, but Arsenal won't be close enough to take advantage. That's what I think. With the form City are on, City can win every single game between now and then. Yeah, they get they, they can here, but they win that at once, and that was a better City side. But also the, the Fisher Palace here is disgusting for City. That, that's why I thought they'll, they'll drop points at least once or twice. But Arsenal won't be close enough to, to, to take advantage. But yeah, again about this system, Pep is now going with his team, and he has the person now in terms of controlling every aspect of the game. I think. I'll, the only team that can challenge that in the league, at least, is you and Brighton. If he beats both of you, I don't see him dropping points anywhere else. I'll be real. I think those are the only two games between now and the end of the season City might draw points. If they win both of that, they win the league. No, but as you said, the, the, the running, weird shit happens in the running, it, so uh, we'll see. But yeah, man, um, for Arsenal, just, just, I can't even say learn from the elephant because just two freak injuries and it just fucked the whole base up. And it won't even be a problem this season because the squad will be complete. Well, let's see if it will be completed because you were meant to win the league. You were meant to make top four. You got you guys need to stop bottling our crunch time. What do you mean bottling them? Injuries, huh? Context. Injuries. Oh, look at you. Look, using injuries as an excuse now, bro. This is P bottling. You can't be playing at home in the running against last place and concede three goals. Be two goals down within 12 minutes. That's our injuries. Injuries are not you dispatch of Southampton, West Ham relegation bat- battling. You're 2 0 up. You don't draw that game. Liverpool, Liverpool can happen. But we said after the Liverpool game, also cannot drop any points between now and City. And you drop points in every single game between Liverpool and City. Core. And you did that last season as well when, what, it was like three, four games left. All you had to do was just beat Spurs. You were there. Lost to Crystal Palace, lost to Spurs. There was a uh, Newcastle. Spurs was a major. Uh, it, was a, it was a free game one in April. That was a stop four. April. So, yeah. So, like, at crunch time, having this weird weeks where nothing is working is a pattern and it needs to stop. And it needs to stop on Wednesday against City. And City are in the form of their life. Like you said, Haaland might break the record against you. He has every incentive. KDB is chasing TT's record to break it, not equal it. Like everyone is firing on all cylinders, and injuries or not, you guys need to rise up on Wednesday, fam. You need to. Now, this is why I'm gonna have this all this bullshit here because when she suffered two first team injuries here, when you guys won the league here, no, no, they don't say that City got injuries from. So that's why I'm not, I'm not even gonna entertain all this injuries. Now, 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 you need to entertain it. You need to entertain it. Now, so when City um lost um Laporte, San, and Sonny to, to two ACL injuries here. And they lost at the league, yeah. That, 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 that was just, just being shit, yeah. It wasn't the, that the injuries that could contribute to them having a bad season. You remember the XG differential? City was actually first. That was just poor finishing. 
Okay. I know, but you could also say, fam, most most people though, though turn up with Fernandino at the back, bro, because they had no their centre backs. Yeah, but that's you guys are not doing that. Okay, you turn up with Rob Holding, but you still have your best midfield three, you still have your best front three, you still have your best right back, your best left back, your best centre back, and your best keeper. So just one player. So that's why I'm saying now nah, I'm not having it, not having it at all. Because yes, injuries can derail a team, but as you can admit to, that should not influence you guys game against West Ham when you're tuning it up or last play, playing against the last players who only scored 27 goals before coming to Arsenal all season and they scored three. I think it was eight away goals. They scored three. Like, nah. Nah. That's that's poor. That's poor. That's poor. And that's why I think it's bottling. 100%. Look, listen, you might go and beat City and that'll be amazing. But if you go and lose to City, that's four games in a row you haven't won a game in the running. That's poor. If that was any other team, if that was Liverpool, you'd say that's poor. So that's diabolical. Oh, you can call it poor. You can call it poor. Right. Yeah, it is poor. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to class this one as bottleless. So. Well, one thing, one thing I would do is that the, the responsibility falls on the senior players to, 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 to do the fucking jobs. Right now, yeah, the, the attacking is matching work and we're getting, being let down by the defensive unit. So they need to fix up. Nah, they definitely def- do. They def- but, but do. like, We've scored 30 goals in, we're averaging three goals a game for the last 10 bloody games, bro. Like, we shouldn't, like, people, people try to blame Saka's miss against West Ham for us, for us dropping points. We've scored two goals, son. You're in a running firm. You shouldn't be the leading. Game, the game stays, though. Game stays. If he scores, it's 3 1 game over. We shouldn't get those, those two dumb goals anyway, fam. Like, defense should do the damn job. No last party to flick it over, they can, they can rise ahead and get, and get dispossessed, fam. That's what. You shouldn't, but you did. If he scored two goals here, the game's done, bro. It's a running, bro. You that's what, that's what's happening. Nah, that's true, man. That's true. We scored 30 goals in 10 games, bro. Like, come on. The defense should do the job for once, bro. We conceded 9 in 5. What what, what can the attack do, fam? Nah, speak, speaking of defense, like Zinchenko, recent games have been very, very poor, costing the teams in key moments defensively. Uh, I think it's just Liverpool and, and Southampton. Like West Ham wasn't, well, he wasn't playing, was, wasn't available for West Ham. Yeah, but th- th- those are two key games. Uh, yeah. uh, for the for the Alcaraz goal, he should have engaged Alcaraz and told Gabriel to look over his shoulder because Gabriel couldn't see Walcott. I know lack of awareness from Gabriel here, but Zini, you've seen the bigger picture here. You should be telling big, him. Big lack of awareness from yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel, I said Gabriel, lack of awareness here, but Zini saw the bigger picture. Zini being the more, the more senior player, you should tell him, bro, look over your shoulder. I got Alcrest. Forget Alcrest. I got Alcrest. You got Christmas shoulder. But Zini was jogging, watching Alcrest from him. He went, he was like a couple of yards away from him. Closing down, yeah, he has to think about that person. We'll put him off. Anyway, can't grab, can't, can't grab a spilt milk. It's all about Wednesday. We try to get a point, bro. I hope for the best. Do, do you think with the form cities on, do you think? you can get a point or do you think City will take care of business? If we, have, we go through the back, we have a chance because our attack is on song. But if we go there and play the same way and set up the same way, then we're asking to get smacked. <laughs> like, we cannot go and stop the same way we to City. So wait, why, why, why do you think City would, like, why do you think you're asking to get smacked? Like, what is it about City that gives you that fear that you'll get smacked? So this is the first time you've we're struggling. Like that. We're struggling to... Our, our, the gap between our, our defence and attack here and between our midfield and defence is stupidly crap because we're trying to accommodate one player and if we're getting punished by lesser teams here and we're paying maximum price against teams like Southampton here, imagine what City are going to do if we start the same way so why don't give us a fighting chance here go through the back and play the most turgid football here 
and pure account of him. No, no, I, I hear that, I hear that, but I don't think Gateta's going to go through at the back, if, if I'm being honest. I think he'll, he'll play the same way. And... He'll play the same way. He's asking to get bots from that. That's just stupid for him. At least give himself a chance. If you go there, you do something different, give yourself a fighting chance, and we get overpowered. Fair enough. But if you go in and play the same way, that's just stupid. You think Haaland's eating on Wednesday? Haaland, KDB. Which which players, with the way you're playing now, are you more scared of that you think will hurt you the most? Man, if, if you go if you put up with Holden, then yeah, foregone conclusion. If you go there with three at the back and, and a different Bro, system, I'm talking about four at the back, man. Forget this three at the back thing. It's all about. If you go with Holden, yeah. We're not no, no point discussing it, fam. We're getting popped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nothing to talk about, fam. It's not like asking questions, fam. Go with four at the back. What's there to talk about? <laughs> What's there to talk about? Go for the back of Holden. Ah, oh, dad, this is. <laughs> it's Donald yeah. knew that. It's I think it's Donald knew that you guys have got like. Do you think the league is done? You have to get a result after Wednesday. Nah, 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 no, no diplomacy. Do you think the league is done? It's, it's not done yet, G. Okay. Like yeah. if, because because of what we matched in the first half of the season, mm. somehow it's still in our hands going into Wednesday. And that's the courtesy of our first half of the season. Yeah, but. You have to make sure Wednesday you leave with a point, man. You leave with a point. And as I said, if you go there before the back of holding, the foregone conclusion, bro. But that city in the Premier League, in terms of FA Cup, now they're playing United in the final. Champions League, they're playing Real, rematch in the semi-final. In those two cups, what do you think City come away with? Uh, in those two games, yeah. Okay, Romero is heritage. FA Cup, City can only lose to themselves. Well and truly. It's United, United aren't that good. Like if City are serious here, they should be winning that every cup final. At, at I don't Campbell. think City, I don't think City have lost a cup final at Wembley. Pep has only lost one final in his whole career, bro. <laughs> two, yeah. two actually, two, two. So Mourinho and Tuchel. Yeah, and I don't think Ten Hag is going to be the third. United, in terms of form, they're not in the greatest form. In terms of injuries, they don't have the right players available, and the way City are setting up. The game is not close to the Champions League final, fam. Yeah, I'll, that, I'll, that, I'll, that, that final, that final is basically City versus City. If City decide to do shippingness, United take advantage on, on, on a jammy thing. I don't think that's going to happen, personally. The, space, the spaces are too big. Like, as you see with Wembley, the teams that always do better, the teams that have better technical security, because you can yeah, yeah. the teams run a lot. And City's technical security is a lot higher than United. And I thought yeah, traditionally, yeah, teams that are part of us at Wembley don't do well. Yeah, Grealish, KDB, Gunnowen, Haaland, Morris are all going to eat. They're all going to eat. So for me, FA Cups, in my opinion, City have won that. Champions League, though, that's going to be tough. Because, like you said, Real Madrid is just heritage. Because in terms of who's a better team, City are better than Real Madrid. As a unit. But the unit, like, like, like if, if they were both in the league, City would always finish above. Real oh, yeah, of course, of course, course. In cup competitions, Real Madrid, they have players that can kill you at any moment. That Real Madrid know how to control game state, that's their biggest strength. They know how to control game state because they, they, have, control. Cold, they have stone cold killers, that too. And also, their technical security is disgusting. Every man in that team here can keep the ball, yeah, from the, from the stars to the worst player on the bench, everyone can kick ball. Under, under pressure in any position on the pitch. That's why it's very dynamic. That's why a coach like Ancelotti is perfect for them because he's not that structured, but he's a good man manager. He just lets the ballers ball and the ballers do ball. And they have, have a winger coming in. Remember, also, do you know what's underrated? 
how smart Romji players are. They know how to solve problems by themselves. Yeah. You don't yeah. need the coach constantly in their ear. They can actually yeah. problem themselves by themselves. Like look at they get their tag at Anfield. They're down. They're like they're like no no team huddle fam. They need no huddle. It's like you know what? Calm down. We got this. We got this. Just you 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 touch. I touch. You touch. I touch. Don't worry fam. We got this. No team huddle shouting now. Nah. Yes, you touch, I touch them. Don't worry, fam. And, and, and they clap you, man. So that Rome did there, that's just a it's just it's such an intangible school, how to control their emotions, the it's crazy, man. Like you can be the biggest bitch made footballer, you go to Madrid, you become a man. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's something about the culture. I kinda like that needs to be looked into. I need to watch some documentary because you're right, it's facts, bro. Like everyone there just becomes a stone cold winner. They know at every stage of the game what they need to do. Like, like if you compare Cabal's at Arsenal to him at Real Madrid. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like him at Real Madrid, he's now coming on in cup games and bringing the games back and then starting in league games and doing well. Look at Marco Asensio in 2023, he's Spanish top, um, top goal scorer. Like, this is him, like, fully recovered from injury. And this is probably his best form he's had since he, before he got his first major injury. Yeah, this Real Madrid City game, oh, I think it's going to be a blockbuster. Like, even look at Courtois. Look at the, the personality difference in Courtois right now. Compare Courtois' personality at Chelsea to, to Real Madrid now. Look at the difference. Even though he won, a, he won, a, he won, a, he won a lot at Chelsea, but compare the personality difference. Like, now he thinks he's the best keeper in the world. And yeah, look, look at the mental upgrade he's had. Done, he's done enough to be to be fair though with Thibaut Courtois in terms of talent, Courtois always had the talent to be the best keeper in the world. I think now he was just at the best club in the world. So he could do it at stages that will actually win him like the big stuff. Yeah. Because remember him at Atletico Madrid when they won the league and they made the Champions League final. He was one of the best keepers in the world then. Yeah. When Chelsea won the league in 2015, he was one of the best keepers in the world. Yes, they had a low period, but you remember 2017, he was also sick. But now at Real Madrid, like... That's yeah, crazy. Players enter the gates of Bernabeu and it just becomes... They just... Like Modric. Look, look at the Spurs players at Gold Madrid. Bale and Modric. At Spurs, it's like... Spurs, Spurs, Gold Madrid. To the moon, bro. Just become... Like, just soldiers. They become yeah. men. That, yeah, that's the talented back, but yeah, nah, I, I hear that. I and, and that's what makes Rom just so dangerous. They don't quaver in any situation. No matter the situation, they believe that they can win. And that's what Man City have to do with. With Man City, yeah, they can demoralise you by passing the ball around, making you pant like a dog. But when you're there, they'll stay calm. Until that whistle goes, they're still in the game. So that's what makes Rom just so dangerous. And that's why Pep is probably having sleepless nights about Rom Madrid because... How do you even get that Real Madrid? <laughs> you can go two up, bro. But all it takes is one goal from Real Madrid, and your back is it ties down 50-50 again. I hear that, but for me, I honestly think the reason why I think City are going to win it, I'm going to stick my neck out. I think City are going to beat Real Madrid and win the Champions League. But yeah, whoever wins that tie, yeah, wins the Champions League essentially. It's because of Erling Haaland. Yeah. I feel like. City in crunch games create loads of great quality chances in every semi final they've been um, under Pep. They've always created good chances in those games, but now they have the best striker in the world at the moment. And I feel like if you give him five chances, which I think he will get, he has the capability of scoring four goals in one game. And what if Roma did? They decided to play another way and just secure the defense and do what they did against you guys last season in the final. Holland will find a way, fam. 
you show off a card, Rudiger, Militao, you guys are physical, as we've seen. Haaland still hasn't, that doesn't know how to play against centre-backs that match him physically yet. That's a good point. That's a good point. Those are two very good duel. Even even Alaba as well. Alaba's a dual machine. Yeah, yeah. But in football, having dual machines help, man. Like, I no, it's, it's a cheat code. Football now is literally win your duels and the right to play. Win your duels and be like, once you win the ball, stay calm. If you can yeah. find a player that can do that. And Real Madrid are doing that in spades. Look what they did against Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea thought they win the game. Yeah. Real Madrid were like, let's just pick up the pace. Two goals. Let's relax. Like, Real Madrid can play multiple ways. I see Real Madrid here. First 10 minutes, they'll feel out the game. If they feel like, mm, if we are naive on the ball, we might get blown away here. Let's just keep it tight. Vinicius, Rodrigo, they can they can penetrate them wings and get something. It's going to be an intriguing game, in my opinion, because Real Madrid, Real Madrid can play multiple ways and City have one way of playing. So Real Madrid might have done it again with Rodrigo, you know. And if they, if like Rodrigo has the season, if Rodrigo season next season was like how Vinicius was last season, then I'm scared about what's gonna happen to Endrick. Endrick don't touch down until 2025, I think. 2018. Yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like Real Madrid have just, yeah. Bro, they, future proof the midfield. That would be crazy. Bro, they future proof the midfield. They future proof the attack. And they're still looking to grab Mbappe down the line. All that's left here, they're the future proof centre back already. All they need to worry about is the forward position. Who's the second one? Dav Militao, who's the second one? Dav Militao, Rudiger, Alaba. How does Rudiger? And Nacho. Well, aren't Rudiger, Alaba, and Nacho close to 30? Militao's only one in the mid mid to early 20s. Yeah, but Alaba and Rudiger can go for for an extra two, three years, man. They've got time. Fullback is the immediate need for them right now. Even then, yeah, they've activated a buyback clause for one of their players to come play left back. Who was doing well at Vallecano? Fran Garcia. So, so is he decent, yeah? Yeah, decent, decent. They let him go for a lot of money, aren't they? Yeah, because he's injury prone. He was injured. That's why they did, did, did a buyback yeah, for yeah. their youth products. That's smart, man. So the only thing that's worried about is right back. Just these injury prone players, you just need to get rid of. Real Madrid, in terms of leagues, not the best, but in terms of. No, that, that's down to the type of coaches that they employ. Yeah, true. Because Zidane and Ancelotti ain't league managers, they're cup managers. Now, once they, you know, get a coach that can well, give them sustained results in the league, it's people Barcelona. Because yeah. Barcelona's still making dumb decisions in the market, trying to get Messi back. Yeah, PR man, they need the P, bro. They need the, they need the money. They need the money. No, to be fair, Madrid is just hold tight. Make Alonso have one more season at Leverkusen. I'm confident he'll grab top two in Liga, then bring Alonso home to Bernabeu. <laughs> I definitely know you're confident off camera when we're going through the list of strikers that you thought that would turn the Bundesliga. I wish I recorded that. <laughs> now, we can do at the end of them. Look at segment at the end of them. Just the value that league from. Now, definitely, definitely. But before we get on to that, bro, there was a game today that was very, very comical. Like, this team are literally the gift that gives on giving. Tottenham Hotspur. What was it? Five nil down in twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. In twenty minutes, basically they, they consider the goal every four minutes. That is a capitulation and a half. And the thing is with Tottenham, like I want to do a monologue on them. They are a very weird team. Like it's it's very like in terms of the football side of things, the way they've gone about things since since they got rid of Poch. No, since they lost the Champions League final. 
Champions League final was one of the worst I've ever seen. The reason why was because... No, the, the problem started here when they decided not to sign any players for two summers after coming second in the league. No, two windows. It was, it was, a, it was a summer window and uh, I didn't sign a player a whole season. No, it was two consecutive summers, bro, I think. No, nah, so it was a whole season. It was a whole season because it was the season that made the Champions League final. Okay. But the reason why for me that was important is because you've done that you can see the team is falling off. So from when they lost to Burnley, when when they played Burnley in like February, it was a three-horse race in terms of points. And then from then, they just nosedived. The team needed a refresh. They didn't sign anyone for a whole season. And that window haunts them. Haunts them. Yeah, but the summer before um, Poch got sacked, they brought in Ndombele and Los Oso. Yeah, that, that's the summer I'm talking about. Okay. It's as it's as bad as the summer of when they got sold out on them, man. Because this is a team that, yes, they made the Champions League final, so they still have quality, but they need players to refresh. Kind of like how Liverpool are, and they just flopped it. And since then, they've just been making poor management decision after poor management decision after poor management decision. And for me, it's weird because off the pitch. Levy's trying to build this long-term model of making bare peace on the stadium, which is smart. But for that to happen and to maximise that, on the pitch, you need a long-term plan. Again, managers like Conte, um, Jose Mourinho, Nuno, doesn't fit that model. And it's just a weird way of going about things. And then sacking Conte and keeping Stellini, I don't think anyone understands that. Then what was the point of sacking Conte then? No, Conte was begging to get sacked, bro. <laughs> but don't don't keep his assistant. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep don't keep his assistant. Get somebody completely new. Thirteen games left. You can make top four. Now they've squandered it. They've got smacked by Newcastle. I like they're playing United in the week. They'll probably get they'll probably lose that game. And then they're coming to Anfield to hold smoke. So right. Anfield could be yeah. seven, you know. <laughs> huh? What do you say? Spurs could easily hold seven or eight at Anfield if they continue like this. Bro, if we get a goal in 15 minutes, we get the crowd roaring. Yeah, they can. Easy. Easy. Can I come discuss Romero? According to Spurs fans, top three in the league. Nah, it's, it's looking... Spe- the, thing, the, the issue with Rom- Romero, yeah, he's... I think every centre-back is either a leader or something that needs to be led. Romero is definitely something that needs to be led. If he had somebody that could lead... That, Proper centre back next year, he's decent. But for him to be the leader, he doesn't have the skill set for that because his awareness is not that is not a, that good enough to be that, and he's too rash. I think it was the second goal when he was caught in no man's land. He had no clue what the flight of the ball. He had no clue where the man was. A one on one. I think it was a Joe Linton goal rounded the keeper. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Uh, I, I swear, Pedro Porro had to come come from right back to come cover for him. Huh? Yeah, the amount of times he slides and the uh, attacker comes back. Like as I said, um, Cartel Mustafi fan. That's what he is, bro. Man said Cartel Mustafi. Now nah, he's definitely better than Mustafi. Respect him more. But bro. but they got the same. Yeah, drawbacks. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that same similarities. He's just a uh, an upgrade. But now it's 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 hilarious. Back to the game, six one. Big up Newcastle. Ever since they lost the Carabao Cup. I feel like the bounce back has been incredible. I think that this is the best I've seen Newcastle all season since then because they're actually creating chances, pinning teams back. Teams can't deal with the intensity. Things that we said they needed to improve on and Eddie Howe has found a way to improve on it. 
like a large job and it's looking like they'll make top four and this project we, you, we called it we called it if we didn't call them being this good this early but this project being a problem bro with the money that they have and having Champions League football I think this team is going to be transformed very quickly I know but uh, they, they better not go out there and Sam McTominay for him to come play DM otherwise it's a waste of time <laughs> I'm sorry they, can, they cannot be going for McTominay for him that's a vital. If they go, if they go to McTominay, they're stupid. That just sets them back in a, a couple of years. Now, 100%, but like I always say, you have to remember we're in April. So in terms of transfer rumours, not everything has been decided yet. The ITKs don't know about everything. Uh, but what Newcastle are saying is that they don't want to spend too much on wages this early in the projects. That's why they've, it's ruled them out of Declan Rice and, um, and Caicedo because they're not trying to spend too much too soon. They're still trying to do sustainable. Because right now, if they go and blow the bag on Rice and, and get Musa Diari and complete the squad, here, they have to compete for the title with him. And that puts so much pressure on Eddie Howe. So, I don't know. It's down to Newcastle. They can easily blow the bag if they get Champions League. But the, the, the noise that's coming out is that they don't want to spend too much on wages. That's the problem is, yeah. just, They should blow the bag in a smart way. The way that yeah. they're going to give him a rest. I feel like Declan Rice would be a perfect yeah. signing to complete that midfield. Yeah, in, in, in terms of profiles and in the Premier League, yeah, he'd be amazing. Yeah, Willock, Guimaraes and Rice, that's a complete midfield for what Eddie Howe wants to do. Wants to do 100%, but it's a lot of money and it's a lot of wages. So I do understand that they just mm. need to find a better upgrade on Declan Rice. And it's like we always say with Liverpool, there's a lot of talent out there. They just need to find it. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, they need those type of players. Like, imagine a Sven Botman level centre-back next to Sven Botman, even though Shaw is good, but that automatically improves the defence straight away. In terms of the front three, yes, Jamal Murphy, um, um, Jacob Murphy, rather, has been doing his thing. Imagine a proper right-winger. As you said, they do need two wingers, though, in my opinion, because Max is injury-prone. Jacob Murphy is okay. Um, Amron is okay. Anthony Gordon can rise next season. As you said, he had a decent cameo today, to be fair. He can rise next season. I think Eddie Howe might be trying to ease him in. To be fair, it's down to Gordon's mentality. He needs to improve his mentality because uh, the way he's acted in the games that he's been taken off here yeah, is not good. He needs to improve his mentality. Stop this, this prima donna shit and just get your head down and work. Yeah. Fix up the signings, get ceiling raises, and they'll be there. Well, yeah, Spurs go from here. Oh, Spurs, they, they didn't they accept what they are and be humble. Like what, like what else I have to go through from? Stop trying to force this. Win now. We're good. No, you're shit. Just accept that and rebuild. Literally. Accept where you are in, in the hierarchy right now and just rebuild. Like, Daniel Levy delaying this rebuild for the last three, four years, yeah, is beyond ne- negligent, man. It's beyond ne- negligent. This is the worst time to even fall behind the, the chasing pack. This is the worst time to be crap. Worst time to be crap because... The league has, has improved tenfold, even in the past year. So this summer is down to Dan Levy. They're still trying to prize Kane out of a move. He needs to stop that shit. Take the money and yeah. let him go. I think they should let Kane and Son go and start all over. Oh, again. fam, Son renewed last season, bro. Son ain't going nowhere. 200k a week for what Son? No one's buying him, bro. They should flog him to buy him. They're just getting rid of money. Uh, buying it and making the same mistake twice, bro. They, 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 they should get rid of money, fam. Why are you making the same mistake twice? Like Spurs, yeah. Pff, with what's coming out of, of no, no, the noise that's coming out here, yeah, 
we don't know who the, who the coach is going to be, bro. True, that's that's a that's a good thing because at the moment they are coachless. They are technically coachless. Well, Conte is there in the spirit. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. You don't know who the coach is going to be. There's Dalib is still trying to price Kane out, trying to demand over 100 m for guy one year left. Come on, bro. Hit the ATM, and let him go, and rebuild, and be humble. As I said, that summer year where Man City offered 90 m plus, pick two out of Laporte, Sterling, Jesus, was the best deal they could have gotten. True facts. That's actually facts. That's actually a poor deal from from Man City's perspective, to be honest. No, Man City don't, don't care because they didn't see Spurs as, as a threat. <laughs> but that's why they offered them that deal. Even now, the post for sale. Barcelona in financial trouble. Spurs could easily go there, slip in a forty million bid for the for the port. Man City don't need the money, so they won't charge them that much. They should, they should try their luck. They should. Newcastle as well. Like these, like these are the type of players that the Spurs and Newcastle need to be going and getting. But I, I trust Newcastle's scout network because they got Brian's former former um, director of football, so, so they're calm. Spurs here. Did it, Spurs don't even have a director of football right now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually peak for Spurs. No manager, no direction, director of football, and they're just crapping the pitch. Like, so we don't even know that the, the direction Spurs are going to take because essentially director of football dictates the football footballing philosophy, and he breaks a shortlist based on the philosophy that he has a vision for for the team, and they don't have that right now. So literally, it's just. Daniel Liu by himself running the football side of things. So Spurs, yeah, might take a good three, five years in the, in the wilderness. Let's let's see who he appoints. It'll be interesting to see who he appoints for both positions. Because at the moment, Liverpool are in a similar position in terms of looking for director of football. So let's see what uh, direction both teams go into. Do you think Liverpool can make the top four? Let me put it this way. The maximum point you can get is 71. The maximum Newcastle can get is 80. You need them to drop 10 points between now and the season. Meanwhile, mean also you guys have, always have to win all your remaining games. It's a tall order, bro. Yeah, that is, that's, that is a very tall order. It is. We we have left it too late. It's, it's our Newcastle fault. have to drop 10 points between now and the season. But I also feel like Liverpool should just, the target should just win the remaining games. It doesn't matter what happens. Just that should be the only goal. Right. And then with how like, Spurs are in free fall, you guys could easily come and take fifty. To be fair. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I feel like even though I think it's not the best, it's the best out of a bad situation. But we need to make sure that we're there. But at the moment, I can't lie. Even though I get a finishing eighth, we won't have a year in Europe. I still don't want to be eighth, man. I'll be real. Yeah, you, you guys will come fifth. You come fifth, man. You come fifth. Spurs on free four, man. They're just gonna fall on four. What's interesting is Aston Villa and Brighton. Who's gonna get the final Europa League place if Spurs continue this free four? Man, that's gonna be interesting because those teams have been playing well. You saw Brighton today. Brighton are just very good, and I hope they keep. Even though it's not gonna happen, if they kept Caicedo, McAllister, and Matoma for now. Right, McAllister is, is 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 allowed to leave this summer. That's why they even talking about him talking to other clubs right now. Is Caicedo that I don't know? Would they allow both of them to leave in the same summer? Especially if Brian make, make Europa League? I don't think they will, but I think Caicedo will. Li- I think by January they're both gone, in my opinion. 
No, let's see to be fair. Because Brighton are stubborn, very stubborn. Like they refused to negotiate with us in Jan. They didn't even tell us the price range. Nah, true. It it it, it is what it is. But also, it's like, still has renewed his contract as well. Yeah, I know, but he just literally came out talking about wanting to play for bigger clubs. Yeah, uh, he, he's talking about Roma did, but Roma did don't need him right now. Romney don't need Caicedo right now. It's Barcelona who should be looking at Caicedo, but these freaks here are, are here trying to get Messi back. <laughs> One said freaks, but nah, look, forget the summer because, like I said, after the international break, when the playoff season, certain teams are playing well, but certain teams seem to be crumbling. But guys, this will be another episode of Youth in the Box. Take care. <laughs>